the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When you look at Judges uh, 16, verse 1, 2, and 3, there's a lot of stuff there that's not being said. Why is Samson going down to the capital of the Philistine country? Gaza is the capital of the Philistines. Why is he going down there? You can answer that for yourself, but he did, didn't he? And I would say he's still a heat-seeking missile being used by God to penetrate deeply into the body politic of the Philistine country and agitate them. his flaws and foibles, he was still a man used by God. He was still God's man for the hour. We're looking at Samson once again here today on Way of Grace. Welcome to the program, coming to you from Grace Bible Church here in Hayward and online at grace-bible.com. We invite you to spend time with us as our teacher and pastor, Jesse Gastan, returns us to Judges chapter 16. We're looking at those first three verses in a message he's entitled, Samson, Lord, I'm Sorry. So who is this man? Well, as we're finding out, he, like the rest of us, is a sinner, but he is still used by God. And there is great encouragement and hope in that truth, as we'll see today. Here's Pastor Jesse with this edition of Way of Grace. Every one of us need love. Every one of us need affirmation. Every one of us needs security. And every one of us want happiness. Did y'all get that? Love, affirmation, security, and happiness. You can write it down. You can write it down. And notice with every one of those particular adjectival expressions of desire, love, it can be perverted. Look at our world. Acceptance, it can be hijacked and you can get trapped by a, a set of wrong ideologies all because you are being told you are accepted. Security can make you sell your soul into bondage and slavery to a world system that wants to usurp God's authority in your life. All because you want security. And my goodness, we would spend 10 sermons talking about happiness. And yet these are all native qualities that are legitimately part of our makeup, humanly speaking. And God wants us to have love. God wants us to know love. God wants us to know acceptance. God wants us to know security. And God wants us to know happiness. Am I making some sense? Absolutely. And yet, we could miss the door to all four of those qualities by just a wrong choice. So you just need to understand that my brother has demonstrated a fundamental desire that everybody in the hood around where Samson lives, because he was from the tribe of Dan, everybody in the hood who knew Samson was God's kind of special warrior. 
They knew this. He had merged from a family that raised him up in such an impeccable way of consecration as a Nazarite that everybody knew Samson was that young teenager, that young adult who is now on a mission for God. Am I making some sense? And, and listen carefully to me. You could hear it. You could hear it in the kitchen with the Jewish mothers talking as they're washing dishes and texting each other and twittering each other. And they're saying, we love Samson. So thankful for that young man. Glad that Manoah and his wife raised that boy right. Look at what Samson is doing. Samson is busting into the usurpation of wicked rulers controlling us. If it wasn't for Samson, we'd all be slaves. Just going out Hitler to the Philistines who are ruling over us. You can hear the mama saying, I'm so thankful for Samson. So thankful that he has troubled our enemies and shaken them up and caused them to back up off of us. So thankful that he has made an impact into our enemy's camp. Thankful they're praying for him. Y'all can hear Jewish mothers praying for Samson, can you? Lord, help Samson. Bless Samson in all his ways, Lord. Can you hear the mothers doing it? Lord, help Samson. That boy seems to always get in trouble every time he falls in love. Yes. Because they understand the conundrum. They do. A lot of you are kept because of mama's prayer for you. See, it's a beautiful thing when you can see how God works through somebody, even if they're flawed. It's a beautiful thing. And when you love that person, you pray for them because you know the bullseye is on their back. So all the Jewish mothers and Christian mothers are praying for young Samson because they know he wants to be married. He wants to have a wife. He wants to raise a family. Every Jewish man knew that he was not complete until he had his complementarian part and was able to contribute to the uh, population increase which is an abominable thing today. But you got to pray for that today because the enemy wants to destroy all that. Keep you single and tell you you can be in love with yourself. You can be accepting of yourself. You can be securing yourself. You can be happy in yourself. How delusional is that? Love, acceptance, security, and happiness is a symbiotic principle. It requires two. Did you understand what I just said? Biblical love requires two. You can't love yourself. It just don't work. You ain't got enough in the tank to love you and yourself. That'll come home in a second. They're going to turn into, listen to me now, aberrant behavior. Narcissism. Right? Hyper self-centeredness. A misapplication of the whole concept of love will turn into pathologies. Again, addictive behavior patterns, right? Psychological aberrations of the mind and the soul in your quest for loving yourself and, and accepting yourself and securing yourself and securing your happiness apart from God. See, what I've been saying to people for many years, and this is for those of you who are new, we're glad to have you. Whenever you hear the word self, be very careful. 
Because often self-love and self-forgiveness and self-acceptance and self-security and self-happiness is still in God's glory. I can tell you that's where we are today, struggling with stealing God's glory. How are you going to love yourself when you need God to love you? And why do you need to accept yourself if God already accepts you in Christ? And why do you need to find security in the sphere of your own being when Christ has died for your sins and affirmed the fact that you're headed to glory immutably? And why are you trying to seek a happiness that has never, ever emerged out of the annals of human history to bring about an affirmation of what it promises to anybody? Everybody trying to be happy, but you know how they put it? Can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no. You young people don't know nothing about that. This is for us old folks. And I tried, and I tried, I can't. And that's because it can't be found outside of God. The thimble of promise that comes from any human being on the planet can never quench the well of thirst in your soul. A thimble can't fill a well. And God made your soul like a well. And it can only be filled by the God that made the well. I'm going somewhere. We're talking about wells here. W-E-L-L. But I will be talking about one W-H-A-L-E in a moment. Because we had a brother that got stupid. Ended up in the belly of a well. Because his desires were also deviated from the path. And the whole human race will end up in that belly, having deviated from the path. I'm laying a foundation. We, we're going to get started in a moment. It's just important for you and I to understand what our dear brother struggled with temporarily. He had a longing for relationship. He had a desire to have companionship. And when in the midst of these battles, and he's already had three, hasn't he? He's already had three battles, one with his own companions at the time that he thought he was getting ready to consummate a marriage that would have been happily ever after. And that was interrupted by a bunch of companions that tried to trade on him. And then a wife and a father-in-law that snatched that joy right up out of his soul. That's when the Holy Ghost came upon him. Do y'all remember that? I taught you, you got to understand these things vertically. You can't get trapped by horizontal narratives. And this one will get you too, if you're not careful. And he, the Holy Spirit had him to handle his business, didn't he? How atrocious it is for you to have 30 uh, uh, brides, uh, um, groomsmen partying with you only to take your bride and turn her into a treacherous betrayer of your soul. That's going to hurt you. That's going to definitely turn you into a Jason Bourne. That'll come home in a minute. Right, because when you are trying to capture love and you, it, it, it escapes you, it can mess your head up. And right there, he was being used by God, as I told you. It was of the Lord. It was of the Lord 
that God would use Samson in order to get at the Philistines. So I can tell you, if you guys love narrative theology and love narrative prose, when you look at Judges uh, 16, verse 1, 2, and 3, there's a lot of stuff there that's not being said. And if you got a sanctified mind and you can use other portions of scripture, you can build a fairly good theological set of assumptions. Why is Samson going down to the capital of the Philistine country? Gaza is the capital of the Philistines. Why is he going down there? You can answer that for yourself. But he did, didn't he? And I would say he's still a heat seeking missile being used by God to penetrate deeply into the body politic of the Philistine country and agitate them. What else did he do? He went into what was called a fenced city. Now, a fenced city is a city that is secure with borders all around. And the only way you can get into that city is through the front gate. Now, boy, that's about 10 minutes in a good movie, isn't it? Did he go in as Samson? Or did he go in undercover? Did he put on a disguise? How did he go in? Because you and I already know the brother dresses strange. He's a bizarre dressing brother. You're not going to miss Samson. See what I mean by all of the information you got to work through? He went in and it was daytime. Oh, I'd like to know how he did that. But he went in, didn't he? He went in and when he went in, The text tells us he saw a harlot. Now, again, all that needs to be worked through very carefully because, you know, I know you good Christian folk can't really put all of the different peculiar elements around that terse proposition. He saw a harlot. Well, how did he see a harlot? What was she doing? How did he know she was a harlot? Was she dressed like him? There had to be some distinguishing garb. There had to be some signal distinction between her and other women. Are y'all listening to me? Or this might be an adumbration or a, a synecdotal statement for he saw a harlot in a harlotan's community, a society or an area where there were many whores wherein you pick your choice. Just helping you. Okay? And so all kind of stuff is going on with these kind of questions. The end result, according to the author, is that he went in unto her. Isn't that beautiful, clean language? Right? You can just, you can just, with little children, you can work with that, right? Daddy, what does it mean that he went into her? <laughs> well, son, well, daughter, it was, I think he kind of wanted to get to know her better. We're doing all right now, aren't we? Are we doing all right? Because they got to learn anyway. Are we doing all right? Yes, we are. Because God permits this kind of terminology when you're dealing with X-rated stuff. And so he gives us this kind of framework for us to go, be careful that you understand why we're using such short narrative here that we can recognize that what takes place in what I call the pathology of redemption, these periods where we slip up, like Judah slipped up, didn't he? 
And if it wasn't for the grace of God, Joseph would have got it too. You can't be running up on a brother like Joseph 10 times, 20 times like Potiphar's wife did and possibly not catch him on one of those days where he deviates. Can we keep it real in the house today? Am I making some sense? And Joseph, boy, that brother had to run. As I told you, John Bunyan wrote a book. It's called Run, Sinner, Run. Joseph had to run and he couldn't get out without losing his coat. So she was able to build a whole argument around the coat. Get him put in jail forever because he left his coat. If he was smart, he never would have went, went to work that day. But he's human. Joseph is human. And he thought he would just navigate around her one more time, but she trapped him. And God gave him enough grace to escape. And we're going to see another escape here in a moment. But you don't really escape from the harlot. Once she gets you, you got. Unless God shows you grace. And so what's in front of us is an imprint that Samson's behavior caused him to wrestle like it does for every believer. If you're truly a child of God, you know that one thing you did in your life. I know it wasn't but one, but that one thing, remember? That was so extremely crazy. And you jumped with both feet. And as soon as you started jumping, the Holy Ghost started beating you upside the head. Do you remember? He started way deep down in your soul and agitated you physically, created some anxiety about what you was doing. It just wasn't cool. And then you tried to drink your way into numbness. Remember? Y'all remember? But you can't out, you can't drink the Holy Ghost away. Have you figured that out? No, he works way too intimately down in your soul. He'll tell you, you ain't that drunk. The lights are still on quite a bit in the house. And then that conviction rises up to the conscience. The conscience starts wrestling with, I'm in the wrong place. I done done the wrong thing. And now I got to deal with whatever consequences come because I'm caught. Like when you're caught, you have no ability to dictate the outcome. You don't. That's why you really don't want to get caught. Because you have no ability to dictate the outcome. That's what makes being caught so miserable. When you caught, the throne of God knows it. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The holy angels know it. The devils know it. And your conscience knows it. Maybe nobody else on this terra firma knows it, but you, the devils, the angels, and the true and the living God knows your call. You listening to me? 
And it don't matter that everybody in the world is completely oblivious to what you're going through. You know, because you've been born again, man, I'm caught. Is that right? And if God is gracious to you, and he will be, if you're a child of the living God, it'll go from a deep anxiety to a conscious recognition of your inability to a level of groaning to which you will start crying in your soul. Lord, have mercy on me. I have been trapped by the cords of my own iniquity. And you start crying out to God, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, deliver me. Because somebody else did that for you. You listening? That's why I've entitled this message. Samson said, Lord, I'm sorry. Pastor, where you get the justification from that? Because I know God. And I know what it means to be a sinner. I know what it means to call upon God when you are in trouble. Call upon me in the time of trouble and I will deliver you, saith the Lord, and you will glorify me. I know what that's like. I know what that's like. Do you? I know that he's a glorious savior. I know that he's a very present help in time of trouble. I know he'll get you just before you hit the ground. I know he'll pick you up after you fall. I know God will deliver you seven times over because that's his promise to his blood-bought people. A just man will fall seven times, yet shall he stand. He's going to be ugly when he stands, but he's standing. Are y'all hearing me? So our boy Samson is in a situation where he's hanging out with a chick that he doesn't love. He's lusting her, but he's not loving her. Told you your desires can get all twisted and jacked up. Am I making sense? Oh, he probably told her. He probably spit some game on her. Girl, I love you. He probably didn't. He probably didn't. But he got it mixed up. And he's now in this narrow window of a trap for which his enemies now feel like they have surrounded him. This is an Armageddon motif. For those of you who have been taught properly, the Armageddon motif. The enemies will always encompass about the saints, particularly when the saints are in precarious situations. This is the way David said it in the Psalms over and over. Lord, deliver me. My enemies have surrounded me. And they're waiting for my fall. Read it for yourself, Psalm 41. They say, when will he fall? So that we may tell everybody his his evil disease has caused his harm and his death. David would talk to God like that. David would talk to God about his precarious situation and what the enemies are saying about him. And these would be church folk. And you don't realize your life is permanently changed by that one ill-advised decision to buy into the pseudo-savior, the false comforter, and the lying satisfaction. 
And this is the motif running from Genesis to Revelation, just in case some of you are ready to launch to the next level of comprehension. The whore is always a metaphor in the Bible of the person that deviates from God's covenant, whether the men or the women. All through your Bible, it talks about whoredom and adultery. Jesus indicted Israel for being a, an adulterous and wicked generation. All the minor prophets did. Are y'all listening to me? All the minor prophets did. Do you know what that indicates in terms of what we are, where we are in our text? Are you ready? And I shared this with you too. I said that Samson, not Samson, but the judges, rulers, rulers are often mere reflections of the culture they rule. And on that note, we will close out today's broadcast of Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stand, the ministry of Grace Bible Church right here in Hayward. If you have questions about our broadcast, maybe you would like to spend some time with us worshiping the Lord. We would love to see you. You can get all of that information and reach out to us through our website at grace-bible.com. That's grace-bible.com. Listen to past sermons as well as guest preachers. Again, at our website, grace-bible.com. We'll even let you have any of the notes, sermon notes, that are available from these sermons as well. Again, there's an awful lot of resource material available at our website, grace-bible.com. If you'd like to reach out to us by phone, our number is 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. Sunday services here at the church are at 1030. Friday evening Bible study is at 6.30, Tuesday prayer and Bible study again at 6.30, directions and information again at our website grace-bible.com or by calling 510-886-9782. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry as we reach out to the Bay Area and the world (laughs) on the World Wide Web? We do so because we are linking arms with other listeners such as yourself. This is a listener-supported ministry. Your gifts, no matter the size and no matter the volume, are great help as we continue this ministry called Way of Grace. Consider that as you reach out to us and join us again next time for another broadcast of Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastan. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.